Good evening, everybody, and welcome again to the Borderline Podcast with me, your host, Andrew Willicks. I just want to start off tonight's um, show by just saying thank you to everybody that listened to last week's episode. Um, I know that I didn't get one out at the weekend for obvious reasons that I'm about to go into. Um, but obviously, I wasn't really feeling myself last week, which obviously a lot of people picked up on. But I'm generally feeling a hell of a lot better. It was good to get that little vent out of me. Um, you know, it, like I said in the episode, and I won't delve too much on it tonight, you know, there's times that it is hard when you are doing something in the right direction that you, you know that you're, or for the right reasons and you're passionate behind, but you, there's other people that are adverse to that. And, and it's time, but it, it's tiring, but at the same time, I have to be, I have to remind myself that I can't change people. I can only get a word out. Um, if people don't want to listen and people don't want to have their, have a different views, that is entirely their choice. I, I, you know, might think less of them, but hey-ho. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I just wanted to start off with that tonight. And um, obviously, you might hear my voice. I sound a lot, 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 lot better. And that's due to the introduction of the newest family member, little Bella, who's a lovely little Jack Russell Corgi Cross, who we got on Friday. We're absolutely ugh, over the moon in love with. So happy as well. Um, we've, we've got two cats, uh, Nico and Nisha. Nico's... I wouldn't really call a cat as much as like a saber-tooth dire-wolf hybrid mix. He's very large. A story about Nico is I actually took him down to the vets. This is when he was uh, two or three and the vet weighed him and thought he was closer to 10 or 11 in age. So there you go. He's an absolute brute. Nisha's just a, an average size cat. She's really timid though. The little rescue. She's so scared. Um, so she's just kind of coming to, coming around to the idea of the dog now. Nico just, I guess, just ignoring it. He'd I don't know if he really, if it's a mixture of he doesn't see it as a threat because you could get two of this dog into Nico's tail or maybe Zion it up. Yeah, that that's also very possible as well. So, yeah, so generally I'm, I'm feeling a hell of a lot better. I've still got the doctors next week, which, um, which I'm really looking forward to. I'm still getting a lot of this head noise, although it's been much less, pardon me, over the, over the weekend due to having Bella. I've not really had time to think about mental health, if that makes sense. Um, plus, I've, I've just been so happy. I've been, uh, you know, it's, uh, naturally, it's been hard to keep the smile off my face. And anybody that's probably ran into me down the street or spoken at me has probably seen that as well. Like, yeah, come, come, fucking dog out of here. <laughs> I'm just a very excited person. I get excited easily, just like a dog. It's going to be a brilliant partnership. I love her. I love her a bit already. So, um, yeah, so that's that. Uh, but going on to the doc's topic as well, like I spoke about the head noise. Yeah. Obviously, last week I was it was becoming quite intense, and I think that's why the podcast last week came across the way it did because I was so mentally exhausted. I'm going to try and stop swearing as much on the podcast, and you might notice that little pause there. So that's that's a bonus point for me so far tonight, Mum. You are going to be so proud of me. Uh, where was I? Yeah. So obviously, a lot of the negativity came through with that episode last week, but. Like I say, it does get tiring. It does get exhausting, and but it's good now that you're positive and you, and you can reflect on on everything. And it's always good to do that with your own mental health and, and reflect, especially when you're feeling more positives. Is to look back on the negatives. I'm never a believer that you should forget the past. Um, you should remember the past because it makes you stronger tomorrow. Is uh, that's just my take on life. Um, yeah, pretty much that. So yeah, we're doing a lot better. So yeah, there's four minutes of how I've been and. 
a little bit talk about Bella. And also, kudos to anybody that did make it through all last week's episode about the big fruit malarkey. <laughs> See, nah, I was honestly going to try and go through an entire episode so far without saying that that name. So I won't again. It will be hard. I tell you what, if I do it again, uh, I don't know. I'll go find it. There we go. Right, so the purpose of tonight's episode really is to go over the podcast itself and you will be aware, if you're new here as well by the way, I realise that there's a lot of people that, or a lot of people, there's some people that are coming across to listen to tonight's episode as I put out a notice on the I'm of present page about the, um, about the podcast. I've had a couple of messages so far which has been brilliant. Um, obviously... There's a message to a couple of people back just now, uh, today. We'll, we'll we'll definitely organize a time and meet beforehand uh, to clear everything up. So that's kind of what I want to talk about tonight. Is if you are somebody that wants to come on, or you are somebody that I've asked to come on, why why is that, and what can we talk about, and and the the kind of format of the show, so to speak. So, uh, what I do want to do, though, I will ask is I'm going to openly ask anybody if you're confident enough absolutely no pressure whatsoever the first episode i'd like me to be the first person that's interviewed and that's kind of going to set the basis because it's okay me coming on here and speaking and knowing what i'm going to say but i find that the way that i get out my uh, my own relation to mental health and the way that i can kind of analyze it and verbalize it is usually when i'm put on the spot and asked the question and i think it would just be really helpful for myself as well to go through that process and it shows you that i'm obviously willing to stick to the process of the of the kind of format of the interviews now obviously i could ask my wife's ass to go and do it but the problem with that is that we have quite an open dialogue about mental health all the time and i don't want it to be a generic talk i I don't want to know the question that's coming obviously there's some things that i wouldn't want to talk about openly on a podcast and likewise with anybody that is asked to come on will go over their things of what what they're not happy to speak about and we would obviously never talk about them subjects so um yeah so to go into more detail on, on what people can speak about is you know the con sorry <laughs> god stood on my bloody headphone wire sorry um the context needs to be 70 75 percent of the guest needs to be the speaker at the end of the day and yeah, I'm there to host and I'm there to ask the right questions, but I don't want to, like I say, it's not to be a generic thing. So if I go, like I say, if I go up to the gym and do a podcast with Alan, there's somebody that I've messaged that I think we'll try and get one sorted relatively soon. Um, once I get a little bit more equipment, obviously I need to buy another microphone and whatnot and get set up with uh, Audacity. But although I can go up and speak to Alan about the gym, and we can have points that we want to discuss about the gym. It needs to be an open conversation, just like we're speaking to each other in the gym, sort of thing. And that's the way that we create a, a really open dialogue. And that's where I think people will pick up a great deal of information because it's it's people just talking. And as people will learn through talking that it doesn't always have to be about mental health. You know, although we can start subjects and we can, you know, you can pick away these little these little bits about your mental health and whatnot and how these things benefit or are negative to you. The entire context of the situation doesn't need to resolve around it entirely. So, you know, you could start a topic about how you did something for your greater mental health, but during that topic, you've learned something else about yourself that had nothing to do with mental health, but you think, oh, that would be a funny story that people might want to hear. I want to tell it. And there you go. Kind of 
like I've said before, a lot like Joe Rogan. I'm not here to plagiarize. Um, but essentially what we want to do, or what I want to do, we want to do, me and Judith want to do, is, uh, yeah, I'll try and get her on, on for an episode there. That would be funny, little bitch. Ah, I swore. Um, is build episodes so there's so much information out there on Spotify, on, on the page, that people can have informing information hub with. So, like, how many times do you hear it that you say say something? Ah, oh, did you know hear about that? Ah, fuck's sake, I would have done that if I can. It was on and I just swore again. And, you know, it happens all the time. And like I say, it doesn't need to be mental health. So, somebody that I spoke to today um, is very arts. And that's, that's, that's something that I wouldn't have imagined doing this that I would have had on the podcast. But we'll, we'll explore that idea. And I think it's absolutely brilliant. And again it's getting that context of information about these groups and these people that are doing things as well for others that are really just kind of flying underneath the radar which it's absolutely fine i'm not saying that everybody needs to be a you know an obe because they're doing something uh, you know good for humanity but acknowledgement does go a long way and it certainly it's certainly a massive motivator and it's certainly a massive motivator for me uh, you know to keep on going um I do find it quite hard to motivate myself sometimes and think, you know, even the likes of this episode tonight, I was saying to Sasha, I don't know what I'm going to speak about. I can't really find the motivation. So the best way to do is just write down a couple of ideas. Ah, I wouldn't mind speaking about that. I wouldn't mind speaking about that. I wouldn't mind speaking about that. You know, get them on paper. Think to yourself, how could I, how could I speak into a context to get this information out to people? And, uh, and if you have personal stories about mental health, then brilliant. You know, that's something that we can certainly come up and have a long discussion episode of. Um, but obviously that has to be done on your terms. Uh, again, I'm never going to, yes, I might message people or I might email people and say, you know, I'd love to have you on. Would you be willing to? If you're not, it's a simple no. I'm not going to turn around ah, well, that's it. You're blocked, you know. If, if you don't want to come on, don't come on. It's it's quite simple. Or even if you've had the offer and you thought, no, no, it's not for me. And then you listen to a couple of episodes and you think, oh, fuck, I'd be better on that. You know, get me a message, get yourself on. And um, then we'll have a chat. And so much, so much goes on around, around this community that um, the people just don't realize. And I think that's, it's a systemic problem with the mental health um, just now is that, you know, you go back to loneliness and you go back to the ideas that there isn't enough of out there for people to feel socially welcome to, I guess. You know, as I've said before, we're a very, very social animal and we forget that. You know, I'm the worst for it. I'm an introvert. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not meant to be introverts by any means. And um it's unnatural. So it doesn't it doesn't help our mental or mental health in any state that there isn't the stuff available. But you know, one thing that I really were gonna go I'll go try these bloody big gong baths up at Codingham. And there was total mis- misconception about what it was. I, I was. If you've listened to the show, you'll absolutely know my 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 love and hatred of baths, although I'm really back into loving the album, I must admit. So yeah, I really thought these gong baths were huge gongs filled with warm water. And that is just, honestly, quick little to be outside the back of the new one before you hop into that bath and Jesus you you'd honestly you'd have to you'd have to get a, a pulley system to get me out like i i, I love a bath no doubt about it if, when means ask going holiday anywhere if it's got a bath it's that's it <laughs> i'm never allowed to i'm never allowed to come on and tell about the time that we went to Loch Ness with the bath though 
that's a that's a that's one story I would never be allowed to go go across. So that's even I'm sorry for even mentioning it. <laughs> oh God, not again. <laughs> sorry. So yeah. So I think we kind of covered. I probably haven't covered everything that I really wanted to about that with the podcast. I'll listen to this back and think, "Oh, you idiot." Um. So when I do message people, I will trying to put into context exactly what I'd like to get out the episodes. So, um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna send people by name, but there was somebody that you know done a lot of uh, fitness challenges earlier in the year, and you know the mentality to go through the training and how they adapt to that, how they fix that into their lifestyle, because at the end of the day, that's a different mindset. It's all good having this mindset when you're going to the gym. It doesn't have to be the gym when you're going for a walk, when you're getting in the shower, you know, all these little things that are, that are, you know, the small wins, all these add up and it's, it's brilliant to hear how people can adapt and change their, uh, change the way they live uh, to their environment, to their external environment and to, to still perform that, that, that's the, that's the key. That, that's the, that's the thing that I find absolutely amazing is that you, you push yourself to these limits. And even in the gym, you know, you, you go across and, you know, I want to speak about the gym a little bit further in a minute. And, you know, you think about what physically and anatomically you're doing and where you started. It's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And, you know, a lot of people do not acknowledge what they've actually achieved, especially in a short period of time with the gym. Like so many people. Yeah, I know. I know it's always cliche to say don't expect things to change overnight, but you can tell with people that are incredibly dedicated you know they get they, they get their fast changes and they they really do adapt well and I, I, you know that that's something that really inspires me um especially you know strength based training i find that really unique uh, not so much um powerlifting stuff no offense to any powerlifters there's absolutely nothing wrong with that but you know when you're talking you know german volume with heavyweight that 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 shit impresses me that to to know that you're going to be going through that pain <laughs> for them sets. And that's a really that's a reason that I really liked um, Dorian Yates's uh, blood and gut style training uh, to go past failure because it really did challenge you mentally even before you started the workout because you knew you were going to be in pain. Um, I highly recommend anybody to give that workout block a try. You'd probably look at it and think, wee wee, that shit ain't hard. I'm telling you, I... Pfft. I don't spew many times at the gym unless it's, you know, most of the times that I spew at the gym is after the gym because I've had really bad anxiety before the gym and I've actually went in and done the entire workout. It's kind of like going to a music gig, I suppose. Every time I go see Muse, I spew or punch sass. <laughs> That's another story. I went, um, we went to see uh, Muse. I, we, I took sass to come and see Muse with me. I think this was in 2016 up in Glasgow. I remember, um, I remember Rangers beat Celtic in a, I think it was a League Cup semi-final at the time. Um, anyway, yeah, sorry, <laughs> I do that, I'll trail off. I've got, I'm not saying I've got an eidetic memory, but I relay a lot of dates in my head to graphical and picture memories, and I can remember, I remember setting a bar. I remember Leicester won that day as well, Le- that was the year that West- Leicester won the league. Anyway, I've totally rambled on needlessly again for another 40 seconds there. So we go to a music gig and it, 
because I get so excited and so nervous at the same time before I go to gigs, I just, you know, my poor little body doesn't know what to do with itself. It's like, a, it's like Bella, you know, it's like, what the fucking hell? Okay, and it's like supercharged, amped up. And um, usually alcohol calms me down. But for some reason with Muse, it just doesn't. It just, it exaggerates exa- my, my hyperactivity, my hyperness, which then it just gets to the stage that I just projectile with vomiting. The worst time was in Manchester. Um, it it was terrible. Uh, all right, I had the cold, and I have a really bad anxiety before that gig as well. And we I me- remember we went to pizza, and um, yeah, we're getting in the bloody cab to go across to the Etihad Stadium, which, by the way, it was probably the only time it was fucking filled with during that gig. Um, and yeah, so I was getting in the yeah, I was getting in the cab, eh, and I literally went in and went went to sit down. I was like, nope. <laughs> Like the door is still open, and like stick my head out the side of this, like the side door of the cab. Eh? And this, this view proper clears about three foot in the air and hits the wall across every side. Thank God nobody was in the in the way. Like Manchester or that, I don't really have the best memories of Manchester thanks to that. And then, um, so that that happened there. And then the next time I went and see Muse, that happened again. But because I was getting that worked up, I didn't mean to hit my wife, I didn't mean to punch ass. <laughs> it, it was just like in total panic. So I'd went outside, we'd actually, um, we were going outside for a cigarette and I think, and probably to get another cider at that point. It was just before Muse came on, and so we're going out and going out for a cigarette or vape or whatnot and yeah it's just straight away before i get there i'm like oh no here we go again you can feel the sick coming up and i'm running i'm running i'm running and sass doesn't know what's going on she's coming around the corner she's going ah. and then my hand just goes out to say no stop don't let the guard see me thinking that would get chucked out and uh, my hand made contact with her face so yes you can get me done on here <laughs> it's just funny stories i guess uh, if i don't fool on punch anyway and I ordered deeply. Not only did I not only did I make her go and see Muse, that's twice now I've made her go and see Muse. She got a bloody she got a pelter for us now. She is an absolute superstar. She needs a lot more <laughs> recognition recognition than what she gets for putting up with this fucking clown, like. I tell you. Right. So as I said, I want to talk about the gym actually. And I'm yeah, I'm really, really honestly, that is my time of the day. That, that that hour it excites me the day before and a lot of how my mood is for the rest of the day is dependent on that hour in the morning I, it's just so weird just now for me like for anybody that's known me and I, it's I will do probably contextually when I do hopefully interviews with people at the gym you'll 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 hear a bit more about my side of stuff with the gym why it means so much to me um but I'm just loving it it's like really basic basic training that i'm doing just now but it is getting the absolute best out of me you know the, the my muscle connection my form feels really nice everything's quite smooth uh, I, I am going to say now i am going to say now i am so so sorry if you're in the gym at the same time as me i am very conscious of how much i'm getting in people's way of walking about um i am trying to stop moving about between sets as much uh, I think what did I say my record was last week? Was it one, two, three, nine steps between sets during a, a forty-eight minute workout or something like that? So that gives you context of how little I can stay still just now, uh, especially in the morning. I'm like a bloody, I'm like one of them Duracell rabbits. That's what I feel like when I wake up in the morning. I would say there's probably around about. I don't know if I touched on this before. It's probably 
six seconds before I'm awake, something like that, but before I'm out of bed, something like that. I'm like, it's it's automatic just now, and it has been that way, but I don't really mind it. So so the gym's going really well, and I'm getting really excited the day before about going to the gym, and that's what's really, uh, is really helping me, I suppose, in some sense, because I'd lost that feeling for so long with the gym, and... I'm not going to say that I didn't want to go to the gym like earlier in the year and tailing up to last year, but I found it really mentally tough after COVID to try and get back to where we had all inevitably lost so much strength. And it was like, I'd always get back to that and then I'd drop off and I'd always get back to that and I'd drop off. And I'm not even goal setting, but saying that, I put the video up for squatting today. It'd be lovely to start next year where I started this year. I know that sounds counterproductive but if I can get back to a squat of around about 130 kilo for uh one rep max 140 kilo I will I will be very happy uh obviously that was 110 kilos a day it was pretty clean uh definitely a couple more reps in there so 120 is probably around about the mark just now but yeah so goal setting wise we're not really setting numbers per se um it's more uh it's it's more just keeping kind of tunnel vision tunnel vision just now with we've used in the gym is more a recovery tool rather than building building strength as much in my goals that yes I obviously do want to get my strength back and yes I want to build muscle back but just now just fucking enjoy it like I'm really am loving it and it's, it's I'm not saying it's unusual for me you know I've, I've, I've trained I've trained for years um you know you wouldn't think that and something that I don't think I've ever touched on before obviously with body dysmorphia being a massive subject and I don't think guys speak about body dysmorphia anywhere near as much as what we should, because I, I certainly struggle from it, and I'll be, I'll be the one that says, no, I don't, I don't, I don't care about what I look like, I don't care. I used to hate and still hate how skinny I am, that's the reason I started going to the gym, like my fucking skinny arms, ugh, God. It really, really, really used to get me, and um, that, that's why I started, and I find it really hard to put on weight when I first started going to the gym, so... And obviously with everybody, you, you'd go out and I bought, I was buying like the the 1800 calorie mega bulker shake because I had like 90 grams of sugar in it and you could only drink one a day and you ended up with like shitting out a meatloaf after it. Oh, absolutely horrible. So that is actually why I started going to the gym. And that's, you know, that's still something that I struggle with now that when I, if I look at myself, oh, I used to, again, skinny little, skinny little runt, man, come on, build up a bit, build up a bit. And I think, obviously, when the introduction of SARMs, when it was getting an effect on it, was massively, uh, especially the LGD, which was holding water, it was giving me that big, full look. And that I think that's what worryingly and problematically changed my outlook on the gym was I was achieving something that, yes, was my ideal my, my, my ideal vanity and look of how I wanted to do it, but it wasn't the way that I ever wanted to do it. And I think that's a problem. And then I just got lost with vanity. Just like, ah, yeah, again, I want to be bigger. I want to be stronger. I want to be this. I want to look like that. And, you know, at the end of the day, I'm married. I love my wife. You know, she says I'm hot. That's good enough for me. Let's go, go train and enjoy myself now. I'm 35. I don't need to, you know, I'm not going to be on a gym shark athlete. I'm not going to be on stage. Um, Enjoy the gym and love it for what it is. Uh. But again, yeah, really sorry if you if I'm getting in your way. Uh, I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try. What would be handy if anybody could get a 
at Lasso or something like that. Just, you know, there is the same regulars that go at the same time as me in the morning. So if you just, you know, sling it around me, tie it to the squat rack or something, be very much appreciated. Um, but yeah, loving the gym just now. It's real, real, real good. And um, I think that's just about all that I really kind of want to go, go across and talk about tonight. Oh, I'd say it was kind of a, a norm or here podcast that I wasn't really necessarily going to touch on subjects of mental health. I was just going to come and talk more about the podcast itself and what to expect going forward. Um, oh, uh, yeah, topic-wise with the podcast is that obviously for me personally, I still want to keep it kind of core mental health. Though I am going to st- keep on doing these little fun episodes with the ghosts and that because I got a lot of good feedback about that. Sorry, I was just taking a drink. I really do apologize for how close I was to the mic during the last one. I know there was a lot of the sounds coming through. And again, this is not an ASMR channel. As much as one of my one of my astute uh, followers keeps on recommending to me, it ain't happening, pal. I ain't, I ain't doing that to you, for you. <coughs> Deary me. <coughs> awful, awful. And um, yeah, like I say, if you have anything at all that you you guys want me to talk about, you'd send it in. I'll have a little look at it. Um, we'll certainly go over little topics as well. And again, to touch on guests, uh, podcast guests, your topics can be anything. If you're passionate about fishing, you come on and talk to us about fishing and why you love fishing and brilliant spots around here to fish and all the wonderful things that you see and how it helps you and how getting out the house helps you, you know simple as that if you're somebody that loves your job and what 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 does your job do for you you know somebody um uh sean's a number you know there's a lot of personal trainers sean keith uh Gemma and whatnot i'd lo- love to get them guys on see you know why do you do the, the benefits of what you get from helping people how do you stay so positive on a daily basis are you naturally that positive etc 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 20 questions sort of style um so, yeah, I will be sending out messages when I get around to it. Obviously, I am a little bit kind of tied down just now with puppy training. Uh, tied down, it makes it sound like it's a chore. I'm fucking loving life. And I will get I will get these messages sent out, and we can certainly, I think probably what's always best is that we'll just say, ah, uh, just say I get send you a message. And say, oh, you, you know, really love to have to on your show. And you say yes. Before we kind of go anything else, I think obviously a discussion, a coffee, a little chat, even if it's just five minutes, you know, the little points that want to be taken off and, you know, making sure that it works in a format and making sure that making sure that you're comfortable as well. Um it's it's quite nerve wracking doing this. Uh, I didn't think it would be as much. But I keep on playing around with whereabouts I'm doing them, which seems to be helping. So yeah, tonight I'm in the conservatory. It's actually a really nice night. Um I got a little got a little cat running around me there now, so I'm gonna go play with her and um yeah, that'll do for me guys. So uh yeah <laughs> thank you very much uh i've been your host andrew willicks and this has been the borderline podcast thank you very much mm-hmm.